Let's move on here and talk about a a new study that uh, caught our eye uh, yesterday, a health study that says uh, eating just a few eggs a week, even if you have like one or two eggs a day, maybe for breakfast, they are so high in cholesterol that uh, you are actually increasing the risk of cardiovascular disease and death. That's right, death from other causes. Eggs, can they truly cause death? Well, let's ask a, a registered dietitian. Olivia Caputo joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Olivia, good afternoon, and thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, first off, uh, break this down for us. Uh, If we have a couple of eggs a day, uh, they're now claiming that uh, this potentially could be not only harmful, but maybe even deadly? Uh, Yes, so that is the claim of this newest study. However, I think there's a little bit of um, work we need to do looking into how they actually got to this conclusion. So this specific study um, is actually not based on the strongest kind of research tools. They actually used one, what we call a food frequency questionnaire, which is when you ask participants how often they eat specific foods, like how frequently, how many times a week or a day, and they actually never asked them again. And that's for 17 years they followed these people. So I think it's pretty realistic to assume that over 17 years, you may have adjusted your lifestyle, adjusted your diet a little bit. So, sure, because um, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm eating the same thing every day for 17 years, it's probably not doing me a lot of good, uh, regardless of what it is, unless, of course, it's kale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure I would suggest eating only kale every day, all day. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> so that is, it's important to remember, I mean, it's not just what were the one specific food at one meal we're eating. It is a whole overall dietary pattern. And this study doesn't do a fantastic job at capturing that because they didn't actually look at what else people are eating. Okay. But uh, having said that, the study is also saying that it's the uh, egg yolk. Once again, that's the culprit that you're better off if you are going to eat eggs on a daily or I guess regular basis, stick to egg whites because it's the the egg yolk that can really uh, damage your heart and lead to some problems. Yeah, so the egg yolk is where the cholesterol is living in the egg, and that's what's always coming out. It's cholesterol. That's the thing that's killing us. Um, cholesterol actually has a lot to do with genetics, more so than what we're, how much we're eating in our, in our diets. The egg yolk, I almost feel bad for it because everyone demonizes it, and it's so bad for us, but that's actually where a lot of the nutrition is. A lot of vitamins, minerals, um, antioxidants, and even some protein is in the yolk. So... I'm going to say eat the yolk. Okay, so yeah, it's unfairly getting a bad name, a bad rap sometimes. And that's interesting yeah. what you said about genetics. So some people, I guess, have got more cholesterol tolerance. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, so we actually make cholesterol ourselves in our livers. And more people are just going to, and some people, sorry, are just going to make more than others. And that's that's hereditary. Um, so we know that it's not all about what we eat. And I think especially when we're looking at eggs, we have to consider what we're eating eggs with that might also be high in saturated fats and cholesterol. Okay, because typically when we're having eggs, of course, we're having bacon, right? Yeah, so that's the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, uh, for some people, when you think eggs, you're like Denny's Grand Slam. So you're thinking like um, hash browns and pancakes and bacon and those sorts of things. And I think that makes a huge difference if you're maybe having like a veggie omelet with cheese and whole grain toast. Sure. Can you talk to us a bit about, because uh, I think a lot of people, myself included, we hear these surveys, they come up from time to time, and all of a sudden the warning bell is uh, ringing about eggs. Uh, wine is another big one, I know, red wine. Yeah. One week it's great for us, the next week it's going to be the death of us. Uh, 
Uh, much like we should uh, be, uh, I guess, showing some uh, restraint when it comes to uh, what foods we're consuming, do we need to show similar restraint when it comes to some of these uh, surveys? I definitely think so. I mean, it's good to keep keep up to date and see what's coming out. I mean, research is always changing, especially with nutrition research. But we have to keep in mind that all these all these studies are a little bit flawed in their own ways, and. This one especially, I mean, the authors will say it right out. These are the limitations. We can't figure things out perfectly. And I don't expect people to go reading research studies all the time. So you have to really take everything with a grain of salt. Okay, so maybe consult your health professional if you do have some questions regarding eggs, red wine, or anything else, because I thought that was a really interesting point you just brought up, that not every person is alike. We're all different. Our genetics, our DNA is different, and what might be good for some person might be wrong for another. Exactly. So I think it's really important to remember to go back. Yes, consult your healthcare professional. Um, It's being nutrition month. I'm going to say call your dietitian. But also it matters really your whole dietary pattern. So it's not one food that you eat or one meal that you have. It's how you're eating overall. So... Okay, so that's the, that's the word on eggs. want to switch gears yeah. and talk uh, briefly on something else from the health file that caught our attention this yes. week. In the study that uh, says 80% of uh, losing weight hasn't uh, got anything to do with the gym, Olivia. It's actually got everything to do with the kitchen, that that's where we need to really kind of concentrate our efforts if we want to lose weight. Uh, can you delve into that a little bit? Yeah, so, I mean, part of this is completely true. What we're eating and what we're putting into our bodies is huge for our overall health. I mean, 50% of calories in the Canadian diet are actually coming from ultra-processed foods and refined foods, and those things have a huge impact. So thinking about how we might be able to make small adjustments is huge. Of course, what we're doing physically is super important, but the two really are going together to create a healthy lifestyle. You can't really pinpoint one. Yeah, I know the old saying is abs aren't made in the gym, they're made in the kitchen. (laughs) Yes. And I had a real aha moment a few years back because I try to get to the gym on a regular basis and uh, I wasn't seeing the results I wanted to see. And then when I really drilled down on my diet and my eating, didn't change my gym habits at all, but just changed what I was doing in the kitchen and what I was consuming. It made all the difference in the world. Yeah. So the combination of both is really going to have a big effect. I mean, they work together. So You can't have really one alone. It's kind of important to consider. And again, I know it's nothing new, but it's that idea of that overall dietary pattern and our overall lifestyle is really important. Yeah. Would you recommend for people, I started doing this year kind of batch cooking for the week and that way my meals were all set out and that way I knew exactly what I was consuming and I wasn't leaving it up to chance or just when I got hungry. Yes, I am a big, uh, I'm big on the batch cooking, meal planning, meal prepping kind of thing. I mean, even growing up, we did this all the time. My mom would kind of have this whole list of everything you're doing. And so I think it's super important when you have good things on hand, you take a moment to create some, even if it's not meals, but just things that can be components of meals and you put them together, you're in a much better spot. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to, you know, forego taste. I mean, if you just do a little planning and think ahead, you can make some really tasty lunches and dinners for yourself. And you can still indulge from time to time, but uh, oh, I find I- it's it's really important to look at your schedule for the week and pick and choose, uh, okay, this is the night that maybe I'm going to have alcohol for the week. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, I mean, and then, of course, things are going to come up. and And if that happens, I mean, don't worry about it. 
kind of also have to go with the flow of life and things. Um, but if you kind of are filling your fridges, what I like to do is instead of even select recipes is having maybe a bunch of proteins, a bunch of um, whole grain kind of things and a bunch of veggies and maybe a few sauces. You can kind of throw them together and make some lunches for the week. You didn't mention potato chips. See. I didn't. That's like a food group at my place. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia, really appreciate the uh, time, and uh, thanks uh, so much. I enjoyed the chat. Thank you so much. So did I. Have a great day.